welcome. My name is Timp, and this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. Mm, sorry, actually, let me let me do that intro again. This is Tuesday Timp, editor of Go Mode, and very excited to get you into this episode. Just have a little bit of housekeeping we need to take care of first. First of all, as you have seen from the title, this is a live episode. All of the audio was recorded uh, together around one microphone, and I even did a little bit on my iPhone. So I apologize in advance for the quality of the audio, but I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You you understand, right? I mean, it was either that or we bring three computers and three microphones and headphones. We, you know, Herf and Axe were coming from flights, so... We just crowded around my mic and we made it work. We tried to find an area with not a lot of echo, which we'll put uh, post some pictures of. But uh, yeah, I apologize in advance for the audio. I normally like to try to clean it up a little bit more. I'm going to do the best I can with the editing here. But um, yeah, you, you, you understand. Uh, also need to make a correction from the last episode. Uh, in passing, I said something about uh, community member Raylan Tanker being a francophone member of the community. That was not correct. I misremembered they are actually a member of the German community, so I apologize for that. Definitely no offense meant there. To be honest, I got confused with Ryweck, another five-letter R name. Uh, Shout-outs to Ryweck, who is a member of the Francophone community and actually was, was at SGL 2019. So, uh, again, my apologies for that. Also, speaking of posting pictures, uh, the long-awaited uh, group shot of the Go Mode podcast hosts will be published along with this episode, so check the link description to see that. The, the episode description to see that uh, you will notice that Axial's face is obscured and that is due to the nature of his work with the government. He just wants to be ultra safe and identity type stuff. And of course we want to respect that. So you'll just have to settle for Herf and Mai's mugs, Mai's mugsies. I don't know what that was. So yeah, hopefully you understand, but um, we will uh, definitely have some pictures up for you to check out. And the last thing is, in this episode, we did not take a moment to talk about the bi-weekly seed, uh, the, the next one. So I thought about it today, and I think we're just going to go ahead and do an open Defeat Ganon 7-7 to prepare for the qualifiers. The only thing I'm going to say, if you really want to play along at home with the episode theme, I guess... What I'm going to suggest is try to get together and play in person with somebody if you can. I understand that's not possible for a lot of people, and a lot of us don't know other people IRL that, that play this game, unfortunately. If you're not able to do that, maybe consider getting on a web chat with somebody, or maybe even just a, a voice chat, or maybe even just have someone in the room with you playing and, and watching you play. Um Point being, I, I want to give people a feel for what it's like to be playing in front of a crowd or in, in front of um, an audience, even if it's just an audience of one, because that was one of the main things that we picked up on being uh, really noteworthy at this live A Link to the Past Randomizer tournament. So that's my challenge to you. The seed will be released with the episode. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe maybe give it a shot. And if not, you know, just do it normal and, and post your times. And that's that's totally fine, too. And, and uh, good luck in the fall fires if that's something you're getting ready for. Uh, okay, I think that's everything from Tuesday Timp. I will go ahead and let you get to the episode. Please enjoy. Hello and welcome. My name is Timp. And I'm Herfy Durfee. And this is Spin Jump, a Super Mario Maker 2 podcast. <laughs> Excuse me. That's right. We're making the pivot. <laughs> oh, okay. We're pivoting officially. Um, Andy has made the pivot already. He is now a Super Mario Maker 
runner. I, of course, am a Super Mario Maker uh, trophy holder. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think this makes sense, don't you? I mean, I have nothing to do with Super Mario Maker, but if the boss says this is the direction we're going, who yeah. might argue? Yeah. No, we can't. We can't do that. We can't. <laughs> I, love, I love Rando too much. Um, but if you couldn't tell already, uh, dear listener, we are, Herpy and I, sitting in the same room right now yeah. as we record this. We sure are. We're sitting right across from each other, looking each other in the eye. <laughs> or it's, it's actually, it's not, it's not exactly accurate to call this a room that we're in. Uh, it's like a weird uh, hallway alcove. Yeah, it's a little cubby where uh, we might, you know, snap a picture yeah. when we leave and then post that with the episode so you guys, you guys can see what we're doing for you. We definitely will will post a picture of this. Um, so we're getting some thoughts down right now while we have some time together. Axial has landed. He's at the airport. Mm -hmm. We're at the airport Hilton, so he's very close to us. Um, but before he gets here, we figured we'd take an opportunity to talk a little bit about, you know, since we were both here for pretty much the entire event, mm -hmm. kind of talk about uh, our experiences, things that we liked, um, especially as it pertains to ALTTBR. Yes. Um, so I guess with that, Herf, uh, you got here even before I did. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll, I'll let you decide. You could either kind of like summarize the whole, you know, uh, weekend, your whole experience, or maybe just give us a general, like your thoughts Mm -hmm. at now, like that it's over. Well, okay, let me start out. I arrived here on Wednesday, and uh, everything was still getting set up. So uh, I met a lot of cool people, mm -hmm. but nothing was really going on yet for obvious reasons. Um, if I had to summarize the whole weekend, I had a ton of fun. It was great meeting everyone. I think most, if not all, of the people that I've met were extremely nice and uh, welcoming and, you know, always ready to chat or tell you a little bit about the game that they're playing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, for a first-time event, I thought it went relatively well. There's going to be growing pains, and as I was saying, it is a first-time event, so not everything went as smoothly as uh, they wanted it to or as we wanted it to, but mm -hmm. it, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that was essentially my impression as well. There are a lot of people, it, there's been a lot of sort of reactions in Discord that now that people are home safely or on their flights or whatever, um, where everyone's saying, you know, other than a few growing pains or, or small issues, being that this is the first time an event like this has been done, uh, excellent time overall, extremely positive uh, reaction from everything that was experienced from the marathon to the tournaments to like her said, just spending time with these people that we've interacted with so much online. Uh, so yeah, I, I had a, a wonderful time. Um, and yeah, I don't really even really want to focus too much on, on the negatives. I mean, we can just touch on them briefly. Um, we had, <laughs> we had way too many CRTVs. Yeah, that was one problem. I mean, we assumed that a lot of the things needed CRTVs, uh, CRT TVs because, um, Yes, you know, CRT TVs, I yeah, guess, are technically, yeah. I don't know, CRTs, <laughs> that's what they're called. But, yeah. um, you know, we had uh, Link to the Past Rando, we had Ocarina of Time Rando. Both games generally played on a CRT if you're playing on hardware of some sort. And uh, obviously for Super Mario Maker 2, we needed LCD, so we had a few of these. But I think the ratio was kind of off, as you were saying. We had way more CRTs than we needed and way too little LCDs than we needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those were few and far in between. Everybody was scouting for LCDs for the games. Yeah, people were always like 
hounding them because they were trying to find them somewhere and play their games, but uh, it worked out. It wasn't great, but it worked out. Yeah, and uh, again, like, it wasn't a real problem. It was just, like, there were just these Mm -hmm. rows and rows of these giant, (laughs) massive, dusty, like, old, heavy TVs everywhere. And it's particularly fresh on my mind because... You know, I am here on Monday uh, helping out uh, after the tournament has ended, and I did just transport about 20 of these giant TVs all around the hotel. So, you know, maybe maybe next time uh, there'll just be a few less of those um, and, and not, not a huge deal. But, like, you know, for instance, my roommate Oro, um, mm-hmm. shout-outs to Oro, you know, he brought, like, five TVs from home and not one of them was touched. And I, I know that's probably a bummer for him. Yeah. But, um, again, you know, really, really a kind of small thing. And then I guess this didn't even really affect me too much, but I guess it, it took a little while to get off the ground with the initial stream. Yeah. Right? And uh, as kind of part of the admin team here, I do want to say that that was none of our fault. Yeah. We also, unfortunately, I have to say, had a bunch of screw-ups from the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I'm aware, the internet wasn't ready or working quite as well as they thought they would on the first day or when we wa- wanted to get started on the Wednesday when I got here. Uh, they did have internet, but it was like four kilobytes per second upload, which, you know, doesn't work for streaming yeah. or for anything, really. <laughs> and uh, it took them quite a while to get it fixed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, again, like Herb said, out of their control. Um, those really seem to be the only two things that I really heard people griping about. But uh, let's, like I said, let's move past that. Let's Let's talk a little bit more about this event and... All the positives, and, and you know, I'd love to share kind of my experience as someone who participated in the mm-hmm. Link to the Past randomizer tournament. Yeah, uh, and of course, we'll we'll talk all about the brackets, which spoiler alert, I was not a part of, <laughs> not for this game at least, and, and I'll get into that. Um, so it was it was, I think the most interesting thing that we'll probably be talking the most about from this event is the difference between playing somebody online versus playing them in the same room. Yeah, absolutely. And also, uh, on top of that, having an audience when you play. Because mm-hmm. this yes. is the first time, you know, a physical audience. Mm-hmm. Um, during the Lit to the Past Randomizer finals, I did a few head counts, and uh, at, at most, we, we had about 50 people in there. Mm-hmm. But it honestly felt like a lot more than that. It did, it, yeah. I, I was surprised when I got to 50 with my head count. I was like, did I miss somebody here? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's, uh, it's not a huge room, and, and it was dark, and, and there's this giant screen in front, so it just felt like the room was packed, and when you think about it, 50 people who are all, like, you know, they know enough about Rando to know that when the ice rod pops up to go, <gasps> mm-hmm. you know, and there's, like, yeah. a huge room of reactions like that, and it's just so, so cool to, like, be in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. um, so I, I loved that. Um, I got a little off track there. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> um, so, okay, so anyway, yeah, so playing playing live in these uh, in these tournaments started with group rounds. So mm-hmm. uh, after registration was complete on Thursday morning, uh, they broke everyone up into groups of five. Mm-hmm. And I think there was maybe one that was... No, there were a couple of. We originally wanted to have a max out at 50 players with 10 groups of five people each. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turned out we only had enough for eight groups, and I think three or four of them only had four people in them. Okay. So that's kind of how it shook out. I think we ended up with maybe like Forty people instead of fifty, or like thirty-seven, or something like that. Forty sounds familiar. Yeah, something like and, that. But then we had some people drop out. So exactly. That might be where that thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, so we got our groups and a lot of this was pretty much conducted through Discord. It was like, if you're here and you're in a tournament, you have to have Discord. There's yeah, pretty no much. no way around that. It's uh, the easiest way, A, because everyone who was going to come here was already on the SG Life Discord. And then we had a whole bunch of volunteer channels. And it's just, you know, if you're trying to find your opponent, and most of the time you either don't know yet what they look like, mm-hmm. or you have no idea where they are. So obviously the easiest thing to do is just to ping them on Discord and be like, hey, I want to play our match. How's it looking? Yeah. I actually have a funny story about that. So the third opponent that I uh, was up against was F. Coughlin, um, who I guess is a more popular for like Z1R, and they, they've created the SMB3R, ran, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 randomizer. Uh, but they're also a really good, you know, uh, Link to the Past randomizer player, too. And I was up against them, and we were communicating when we were going to meet. We were, we were going to be there first thing in the morning, 9 o'clock, in the, in the group round, uh, in the group tournament room. And I ran into a person there, and I was like, oh, hey, I'm just kind of making small talk with him. And then we both sat down to practice while we were waiting for the room to open, and I sent another Discord message to F. Coughlin to be like, hey, I'm down here. And then immediately after I hit send, I was like, the man sitting to my right is F. Coughlin <laughs> that I just held a, like, five-minute-long conversation mm-hmm. with. Like, I, I just didn't put two and two together. Yeah. You know, I didn't see his badge or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's that's funny. It's definitely a lot of, like, are you? Are, mm-hmm. are you? You know? So, um, so, yeah. But Discord, it makes it easy. You know, you can just DM everybody and say, hey, you know, when do you want to do this? So, you basically have two days to do four races. Mm-hmm. Um, which sounds totally reasonable, and it is totally reasonable. For me personally, I felt pretty fatigued after my fourth randomizer seed. Yeah, I can absolutely imagine that. Like, it doesn't sound like a whole lot if you just say it out in numbers like that, but if you actually have to sit down, and as you were saying, with the difference in the, you know, like the audience, and you're just a different environment from what you're used to, those random matches are even more draining on you. Yeah. And then doing two, and then on the next day doing another two, you're definitely going to be fatigued after that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a one-a-week sort of dude. Uh-huh. You know, Same. so to do four in essentially what amounted to about 24 hours was, uh, yeah. By, and, and uh, you know, I went 0 and 4. So, like, just so much failure. Just, like, failure uh-huh. after failure, you know. Um, but, and, and I want to talk a little bit about this, the tournament group room, because... Um, Essentially, the way that would work is, you know, once you do meet up with your opponent, you guys both wander down to the basement of this hotel area, and you go up to this admin desk where usually somebody like Kirby Durfee would be sitting. Yep. And in fact, why don't I pass it over to you, since this is kind oh, of what yeah, you sure. would be doing. <laughs> well, uh, what we did at the admin desk is we were responsible for generating all the seats for all the tournaments. So there were a bunch of randomizers here. We had uh, Z1R, as you were saying, SMB3 randomizer. We had, uh, of course, ALTTPR, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Zooter, so Ocarina of Time randomizer, and I think that's it for the randomizers. I think mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. But even the side tournaments that did, weren't randomized uh, came down to us. So people come to us and they're like, hey, I'm here with my match for this guy. Uh, we need seeds. And then they hand us their SD cards. We generate the seeds for them fresh, like right out of the box from the web page. Nothing funky going on. We just click on the Generate Again button and save the seed. We put them on the SD cards, hand them back to the players, and then one of the volunteers, who is a proctor in the room, uh, seeds them somewhere. So the way that worked is we had rows of CRTs set up most of the time, or TVs or your laptop if you're playing on a laptop. And we would try to seat you in a way where you would sit across from each other. So obviously you couldn't screen peek or anything like that. 
There's a little thing that you uh, mentioned that I found, we I found yeah, that uh, that we can get to in a second here, mm-hmm. and uh, then they the proctor counts the people down once they're ready and set up, and then they play their race. And once you're done racing, uh, you enter the Triforce room, you mash through the Triforce text, and as soon as that disappears, you raise your hand and you're like, "Hey, I'm done." And then the proctor comes over to you, verifies that you were quicker than your opponent, and that's basically the match. Then yeah. you come back to the admin, report back the the uh, result of the match, we put it into a challenge or our little Google Docs, wherever we kept record of everything, and that was it. Yeah, um, and uh, it, it was interesting, you know, like we were saying before, sitting in the same room as your opponent, and in a lot of these situations, at least my first one, uh, I was literally right across from my opponent, and it was, I was so it was so, so interesting because it, it was a, a fellow named Ravis who mm-hmm. is visiting from Germany as well, I believe, right? He is, yeah. Okay. Um, so I I, uh, I don't think I had encountered them before. Um, so that I was kind of meeting them for the first time. But they were having some trouble, I think, getting a tracker set up mm-hmm. uh, on the hotel wireless. You know, they weren't able, I think they usually use a web-based tracking. You know, I believe so, yeah. I'm not sure. It was, it was something like that. So he was, he was a little panicked and, and kind of trying to get that set up. Mm-hmm. So um, when we were going, I could, you know, I could already tell he was maybe a little agitated. It's not, not probably mm-hmm. the start that he wanted. Um, but uh, there were, it was a really trolly scene. And I apologize. I can't remember the exact specifics of like how and, and what yeah. was placed where or whatever. But there was something that was just like absolutely ridiculous. You know, you'd have to dive through a pendant dungeon to pick it up. And then that was a fetch quest. And it, it was mm-hmm. something highly unusual. But like, I, I read him like a book. Like, he was like, Yeah. You know, just like, uh-huh. so, like, if you were sitting next to this, you'd be like, yo, dude, are you, like, you, want, you have something you want to say? <laughs> yeah, like, what's up? Is everything okay? Yeah, and it was like, he probably didn't even, he probably didn't even realize he was doing that. He's just yeah. reacting to the scene. Exactly. But, you know, I saw him, like, really pitch a fit like that, and then five minutes later, I found something that was, like, absolute BS, and I was like, okay, he's about five minutes ahead, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, that's one of the things that really mattered, and there were uh, a few other uh, minor things or I would say differences, I guess, from normal play. As you were saying, originally, uh, especially up in the stream room, if you were streamed and you had an audience on you, uh, there it kind of changes the metagame a little bit, I want to say, because as you were saying earlier, the audience is knowledgeable enough to know that when something weird happens or when someone finds the ice rod or finds a great item, they'll all go, <gasps> yeah. and then you do have your earplugs in and you have noise-canceling headphones over them that played like a white noise waterfall oh, sound. Did they? Yes, I they wondered did. that. Mm-hmm, they did that. Okay. And it helped a lot, but I mean, the louder the audience gets, the harder it is to, mm-hmm. you know, phase that out. So they would sometimes, at least when it got especially loud or where someone clapped for a good boss fight or something, they would notice that. And of course, you also always have the audience kind of in the corner of your eye. Right. So you just like, even if you didn't want to, you just look over every now and again or just see something and people were like, oh, oh my God, or yay or nay or something like that. Yeah. And it really changes the whole meta game. I didn't even think about looking at the audience members. Mm-hmm. That would be so easy to like flash yeah. signals to somebody. Exactly. You know? Uh, another thing I want to mention that we definitely want to improve next time, but that uh, that's another thing that can only happen in real life. Uh, we had one of the ALTTPR matches was uh, Act the Boker versus Jem. And uh, Act the Boker was sitting on the left side of the stage, and Jem was sitting on the right side of the stage. And they needed Ether Medallion to open both uh, Meyer and Turtle Rock. 
And since the right side of the stage was a little darker because the other side had like the big bright light that was shining on the audience on it. Yeah. Uh, when he opened up Misery Meyer, his face lit up like a Christmas tree because of all the flashing on the screen from the ether animation. Yeah. And Ak was like, there's no way for me to not see this because it's like flashing super bright for five seconds everywhere. Yeah. So the first time he was like, all right, he's going into one of those two dungeons. And then a couple minutes later, he opened up Turtle Rock and he's like, all right, he's way ahead of me. There's no way for me to catch up. Yeah. So essentially, you know, it, it changes the whole way you play or race against someone else for sure. It, absolutely. And it's impossible not to consider that kind of stuff yes. when you race. You know, like if you want to win, like even if you're trying to ignore stuff like that, like you will pick up on it, mm -hmm. you know, I think to, to a certain extent. To uh, her uh, kind of started to mention something that happened with me. It was my first or second race, and he was the admin in the room. I'm uh, uh, playing on my laptop. I had a really dumb setup, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I didn't really think it through. Uh, I had to, um, I have my MacBook was all I brought, basically. And I had planned on using Emo Tracker, which fits in a, in a nice little square. So I thought I could basically just have, you know, split screen my monitor. Uh, but I basically realized that thing about I can't use a browser-based tracker, which mm -hmm. I eventually got around. But anyway, um, so I, so I was using uh, Cross Product, which which I liked. It's good good tracker. I yeah. never used it before. Um, but the way that it's oriented, it was pretty much impossible to fit it nice and cute on the screen. So I had a bunch of negative space. But anyway, so I'm sitting there at the table, and these damned CRT TVs <laughs> that I was telling you about. Uh, there is a whole row of them that are off, that are creating basically a black mirror so that I could tell exactly where my opponent was. At the time, I noticed he was running around Light World, which is good because that's not, mm -hmm. I, could, I could be yeah. anything, you know. So so I was just like, uh, hey, Herf, Herf. <laughs> and he was like, whoa, and he came over. And I was like, uh, hey, I found a way to cheat. He was like, what? Yeah, I was like, what are <laughs> yeah. you talking about? Yeah, I was like, can you can you cover that screen up? And he's like, oh, and he ran back and like turned it, right? Or I, think, I think they turned it or they put like the tablecloth over it. The room proctor took care of it for me, thankfully. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And I, I gave a heads up to people. I, I wanted to make sure that I said something about it because if someone else realized later, mm -hmm. you know, and, and maybe like got caught doing that, they would have to question everyone who was sitting there. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't want any... Yeah, you know. No, it was great that you mentioned it because other people, you know, there's not to say anyone's a bad person or whatever, but other people probably wouldn't have said anything either because they wanted to get the advantage from it or because they just didn't think it through. Yeah. But uh, it was good that someone mentioned it. Yeah. And the other thing is, I like again, I knew that I would keep glancing up there whether I yeah, wanted to or exactly. not. You know, and mm -hmm. I just I wanted to remove all temptations. So I could just focus on my own run. Yeah. Um, and and the occasional expression on my opponent's face <laughs> to try to like metagame a little bit. Uh -huh. um, another issue, speaking of metagaming, with having a crowd, um, during the finals, which which we'll get to, um, they somebody, I think it was maybe Sinak might have done this, but wrote on a whiteboard uh, and said, um, do not shout anything out during the big key guessing game because the runners can hear you and had us pass that around the room so that we could all read it to make sure that we saw that, um, which I felt bad because I definitely shouted some things out during some previous races, yeah. you know? I mean, didn't even think about it. I was on commentary for one of the previous races with Act the Boker, and we also were like, hey, blah, 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 GT, Vicky, guessing yeah. game in the chat, and of course also in the audience, so, you know, tell us what, what you think. 
and one person held up their phone with yeah, a, oh was, you I, I did you that. held <laughs> up a phone with a seven on it. I wasn't the first one. No, I, no, no. I'm not saying people. yeah, yeah. I'm not I didn't saying, I didn't come up with the idea. Yeah. You held the seven on it and some other guy was like showing me fingers and I was like mm, counting the fingers because he was like eleven, you idiot, it's eleven yeah, fingers. He's trying to like do the pop 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 pop. Yeah, exactly. He's like giving me weird little Morse <laughs> yeah. code signals. Yeah. But um yeah, Miss Metroid was uh, who wrote on that whiteboard and told mm. us to pass that around because when people, of course, you know, as we were saying earlier, it's very easy to look at the audience, even if you don't want to, you know, you see a sudden movement somewhere and you're like, oh, what's going on over there? So you look over there yeah. and if there's like 10 people holding up random numbers, you're like, oh, I guess my opponent is in GT and they're all doing the guessing game. Pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and you know, I, I do believe, I'm pretty sure this is the first live A Link to the Past Randomizer tournament that's ever been held. As far as I'm aware, yeah. The only other thing we could think of, we asked a few people, um, is whenever they would do live things at like, you know, GDQs, which are yeah, very unofficial. Exactly. And it's more, you know, like, I guess they had tournaments at GDQ, but they weren't featured on stream or anything. It's just people, you know, the community came together and organized some fun stuff for themselves to do. Mm -hmm. But there was never like an official, hey, we're having a tournament. It's being live streamed everywhere. You can win money, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the money part, who cares, really? Of course, it's great. But uh, I think this would have been as much fun even without the money. Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. The money, so, um, I don't know how much I want to get into my Mario Maker experiences <laughs> on this A Link to the Past Randomizer podcast, but I, I, I'm definitely going to. Uh, yeah, now no, that I, I think about it. I think you should. You should. People yeah. are curious, I'm sure. Um, before I do that, do you want to, let's get a quick Axe update. We're waiting on Axe to, to arrive. Uh, he currently is saying, they said the shuttle was only five minutes away, so I'm taking that. Okay, when was that? Just now? Uh, he said that three minutes ago, so he should be on his way here with the shuttle in just the next few minutes, I'm assuming. <laughs> so he should be here in the next, I'm guessing, 20 to 30 minutes, maybe? Yeah. Wow. Um, excellent. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I, in addition to signing up for Link to the Past Randomizer, also signed up for the Mario Maker 2 tournament. Mm -hmm. And um, there were only eight people that actually participated and played all of their group rounds mm -hmm. there were 10 signed there were i think 19 signed up yeah. and then 10 actually here at registration mm -hmm. and then two people dropped yeah so it ended up being essentially uh we did play some group rounds that uh were only used to seed us mm -hmm. and then everybody made brackets yeah and we had eight people which was nice it was, it was really easy to mm -hmm. kind of just have a quick little you know quarter semis finals yeah um, so I was, uh, I, I won one of my groups, so I was seated fifth, mm -hmm. and that meant that I went up against um, a person in another group, uh, Kerbosan was their name, and yeah. uh, I, I pulled it out. I was able to, to win that one, and that meant that I advanced to the semis, and so my match was uh, streamed on Speed Gaming, um, and uh, I, I won't bore you with the details of how the Super Mario Maker 2 tournament races were conducted although i do think it was super cool and i'd, I'd recommend looking it up and i'll link the video mm -hmm. I'll, i'll find the video myself yeah i uh, link that if you really want to watch it mm -hmm. um but uh, i was taken out in the semifinals, so it ended up being uh, a tie for third because they didn't do a bronze uh yeah like a bronze match or whatever so i tied for third with another person we both got little trophies mm -hmm. and i made three hundred dollars which is pretty <laughs> nice I didn't know that I was going to get any money. As Once I lost, I lost two times in group rounds. One of the times 
I went up against the guy who I'm tied in third with. So mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of figure out who of the two of us is probably better. Yeah. Uh, him. Uh, and I also went up against the guy who was eliminated in finals against Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, the person I went up against was named Zero Plains, a super talented runner. And then Andy um, uh, beat him in the finals. Yes, that Andy. The mm-hmm. Andy from A Link to the Past randomizer. Yep. Um, and it's really wild because for his semifinals match, I was commentating that one on for the Super Mario Maker you know, portion mm-hmm. of that. And I interviewed him afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I, Timp, of GoMoit Podcast interviewed Andy of A Link to the Past Randomizer fame mm-hmm. and the whole time we talked about Super Mario Maker too. I mean, you know, it sounds kind of <laughs> weird if you put it like that, but Andy has really been branching out, I feel like. Yeah, uh, for sure. He has been for a long while and he's had a lot of fun with Mario Maker and yeah. stuff like that. So. He was at the Mario Maker Coliseum. Exactly. I figured he would yeah. say that when I asked him. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, you know, he said what I think a lot of us would say, which is that it's a super fun game mm-hmm. and it's good platforming and it's fun to play other people's levels. And yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's just like a good gamer you know he's a good platform he is yeah gamer, he's just so. generally a good gamer and it's kind of i don't know if i call it surprising it's not really a massive surprise that he won i feel like mm-hmm. but uh i could uh, especially with super mario maker 2 i could have seen almost anyone take it yeah because it really depended on the levels yeah it definitely depended on the levels um though i will say i i felt like i played pretty good which is rare for me because a lot of times when I play randomizer, I'm just like griping about all the mistakes I made and mm-hmm. I don't feel good about it. But I actually felt like I, I showed up and, and played a pretty decent game for my semifinals. But um, I do believe my opponent was was just a little better. Like, yeah. Honestly, just like a little tighter controls, mm-hmm. you know, a little more knowledge of the game. So it felt, even though part of the uh, tournament involved doing endless, mm-hmm. which is about as chaotic as you can possibly yes. get, it still felt like we kind of ranked it correctly based on skill. I think know? so, yeah. I, I think, think it was so. a good format. It, it turned out very nicely. The format was really nice. At first, when I saw how it would all go down, I, I was like, oh, geez, that's a wall of text, and I'm not sure I understand everything that's going on. But once you actually read through it and understand what they're going for, I thought that's probably one of the best ways to, to present Super Mario Maker in a tournament format. Yeah. And it seemed it seemed popular. The crowd seemed to enjoy it. I, I know I, I watch a bunch of Mario Maker on YouTube, so mm-hmm. I could I probably would have been watching it if I wasn't on the yeah. stage, you know. Yeah. So uh, that was absolutely incredible, and I'm, I'm incredibly flattered and honored, and I'm also very lucky. And I guess the moral is, you know. Uh, enter tournaments where there aren't a lot of participants because you just never know. Yeah, see, that was another thing that we can maybe talk about that uh, people, I wouldn't say they were unhappy about it, but it just feels a little janky, I guess, mm-hmm. because Fiesel made the prize pool distribution in such a way where he said he feels like as many people as possible should be able to get like a piece of the cake mm-hmm. just so you don't pay out like the top three and everyone else made it all super far and they didn't get anything yeah so he met, wanted to make sure that all the three main tournaments that had prize pools would be paying out until top 16 so basically if you make it into the brackets you're getting some kind of money yeah and uh that's all fine and good but with both uh both uh Ocarina of Time, as well as uh, Super Mario Maker, as you were just saying, we didn't even have 16 people. Mm -hmm. So you were kind of guaranteed to get some money, even if you didn't do anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had to finish your group rounds. Of course. If you didn't do that, then you didn't make the brackets. You didn't get any money. Um, So, you know, I had to do three group rounds. I was supposed to go up against Big John. He was one of the ones that dropped out. I was bummed about that, man. I wanted to play against Big John. Just to say that I had. Yeah, I know. know? It was was a little sad, yeah. Because he's the man. 
Yeah. He, he didn't quite make it here when he thought he would, so that was a little unfortunate. But he, he got some comms, and, and I think he played a Super Mario 3 randomizer, crowd mm-hmm. control. Yeah. Crowd control. And this is a perfect segue to maybe talk a little bit about crowd control. Mm-hmm. So um, you mentioned uh, that Twitch actually wanted to make sure that we, uh, as Speed Gaming here at this live event, ran at least two crowd control races or events or runs mm-hmm. per day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess, I mean, I don't, you can probably guess the reason for that, which is essentially just, it, it's a money generator for both Twitch and this event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I caught a few of them. I watched Act the Boker do, uh, for about an hour. I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw him do some Link to the Past randomizer, Key Sanity, Enemizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are ways, if you're not familiar with crowd control, you can essentially pay money, um, you know, you, you buy this, like, uh, in-app currency that allows you to mess with the runner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can automatically kill them. Uh, that one's kind of expensive, but like for less money, you could like give them an arrow or give them a bomb. Yeah. Or invert their controls or deactivate their flute, which is something that happened to act a lot. Yes. Um, and I have to say, I found it to be pretty entertaining, but I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, the run with Act especially I thought was very entertaining. I don't really like the concept behind it or I guess the business model behind it. Mm-hmm. But I think the the software and how it's implemented and how it works is a great idea. Yeah. I just wish they did it a little differently. But that's, you know, not for me to decide and probably not really the, 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 the right avenue, avenue to yeah, talk fair. about that. So Yeah, that's definitely fair. And the I think one of the issues with crowd control, it's not even a knock on crowd control, but... More of a knock on humanity. Yes. Is that there's always going to be that one person that sort of ruins it for everyone. Yeah, pretty much. And it's great, you know, they have to like throw a bunch of money at the game to be able to do that. And like, it's like, hey, that's great, you know, mm-hmm. theoretically, but they could just totally ruin the playing and watching experience. Pretty much. For everyone else if they want to. I mean, a good example of that was uh, the end of the ACK race or the ACK uh, crowd control that he played. He had killed Ganon. He, uh, the Ganon exploded, he was holding his sword up, waiting for the fanfare, and they killed him again. Mm-hmm. And then he got killed, and he got back up, and the game softlocked. He couldn't move, he couldn't save and quit, he couldn't do anything. The only thing that he could have done is reset the console, and since he didn't save or die before the Ganon fight, he would have been back to, like, the bottom of GT. He would have had to do the whole climb again, kill Agatou again, then kill Ganon again. Ugh. And that would have just added another 30 minutes, especially with crowd control enabled, because you can bet that people would have killed him some more. Yeah. So they just called it there. Yeah. But, you know... Killing a guy the first time or the second time, it's kind of funny, but after a while, it's like, all right, we get it. Just, you know, keep the game moving. Right. Yeah, so so there were there were issues with that. I That was actually the only crowd control, I think, that I saw this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I did spend $7 for the in-app currency, and I, I never used it. No, so, no. I mean, I do... I don't like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, know? now you have it for next time, I'll use it. Yeah, and it, it's valid for anything on speed gaming, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ruin somebody's day at some point, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, this is probably a, as good a time as any to talk a little bit about our bracket for Link to the Past Randomizer mm-hmm. and uh, how that all unfolded. Sure. Um, so we will definitely link in the description the um, who made brackets and, of course, you know how it panned out. Uh, we will absolutely 100% spoil all of this. Um, so that's your warning here. And I'm just going to go ahead and say, for the finals race, if you have not seen that, 
I'm not going to tell you to skip ahead. I'm going to tell you to pause this podcast right now Mm -hmm. and go watch it and come back because uh, don't let us spoil the end of this race for you. No, don't watch it yourself. You need to see it yourself. Uh, so let's just jump right to it since we're talking about it right now. Sure. Herf, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was great. I think it couldn't have been a better and more exciting final, even if we try to plan it that way. It was absolutely insane. Both of them. Well, first of all, we should probably mention who was in the final. <laughs> yeah. So Go ahead. It was Jem uh, versus Weighty Words. Uh, both really great runners. Jem has been winning stuff left and right, really. He won the last money tournament that was uh, an offline tournament. Yeah. So no we win like $4,000. 400 maybe 4000 4, I thought it was in the thousands. Yeah, I think I think it was. Yeah, we you're said true. On, on our very first episode we said yeah. I don't want to go back and listen. No, to you're you're right. It was uh, it was 4000. Cuz his file name for one of them was like 4K gem or something it's, like that. It's 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 been 4K gem for a while. He made the file name for his uh final smash 5K gem because that's uh, what he would have had if he wanted. That's what I thought. Know? That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, you're completely right. Okay. So, uh he won a bunch of money there. And uh, he almost made it again. It was super exciting. It really did come down to the Ganon fight. And as Twitch chat always loves to say, it did come down to the Ganon fall as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it was crap. it was absolutely insane. And really, I think one silverless Ganon's been divided them at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, Weighty World, uh, Weighty Words uh, spun Ganon, killed him, he exploded. And the next spin, the gem did killed his Ganon. They were maybe ten seconds apart, if even. Yeah, gem gem was perfect mm-hmm. through through the entire run. Like the the level of execution, especially being yes. on a stage, mm-hmm. I was blown away by just like how tight the lines were, how optimized all of the bosses were. Like it is insane to watch. Yeah, but weighty words did not quit. Just like kept pushing, mm-hmm. and and they made some mistakes. Um, there was there was an audible. Uh, groan from the audience when they went to Turtle Rock and forgot they didn't have the hook shot and they went the wrong way mm-hmm. uh, to light those, you know, to, to light the torches with the fire rod. Yeah. And everyone was just, oh, and you see him just like shake his head like, ah. Oh, you know? Yeah, that's just, you know, when you know that's a time loss I didn't need to have. It, yeah. it feels so much worse. He got caught by two dead rocks on his way up to Ganon's mm-hmm. Tower. So just, and like Jem is mean, meanwhile just like executing, executing, you know, just like making his way up Ganon's Tower. Uh, and then we're all like, well, it's, it looks, looks like looks like it's probably going to be Gem, you know? It makes mm-hmm. sense. He's really good. He's won this before. And he uh, misses the torch glitch. And I think that maybe rattled him a little bit. And he takes a fall on yeah. Ganon. And it was... At, at one time, heartbreaking to see, you know, such a such a good run, you know, to, mm-hmm. to see that happen. But, like, everyone realized, like, uh, Weighty Words was just finishing up Aga 2, like, right when that happened. So mm-hmm. they dropped into the hole at almost exactly the same time. Yes. Uh, and it was, like, it was electric. Like, to be in that room mm-hmm. with that kind of finish after that sort of tournament, you know, and mm-hmm. then those, like, four days... It, it was absolutely insane. It was You couldn't it, have scripted it. Yeah, exactly. Better. Couldn't have been better. And uh, now we're going to get a little Axe update. Ooh, okay. Mr. Axe uh, should be either already here or coming here soon. So we'll probably just pause our recording yeah. here real quick. Yeah. All and right. uh, be back with you guys in just a little bit. We'll be back with you soon. Just kind of 
Everybody just talk a little bit. Let's talk, 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 talk. Yep, okay. yep, yep, yep. Hello. I, I do like that Axe is seated the furthest away from the microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's good. You told a joke to get us all to laugh. Yeah. That's clever. I always forget that that's something I'm supposed I'm to do. super loud. <laughs> forget to be funny. It's my, my history as a, a theater kid in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Project. Like to really project. be able to Yeah, project. really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's teaching too. You, if you're trying to just like yell all the time, your throat is just gonna, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not gonna be able to handle it. Yeah, they always like me doing meetings because they're like, yeah, we can always <laughs> hear you, so you get to be the talker. Great, yeah. that's <laughs> wonderful. Well, okay, I think I think we're back into it now. I think we're just yeah. recording the yeah. second part of the podcast. Let's so do we're, it. We're now joined by Axial. Hello. And all three of us are in the same place. Yeah. I'm back from my trip inside the walls <laughs> of. Uh, of the event. I don't know if any of y'all pressed on the uh, the tiles to hear my advice, but uh, I hope it was relevant, but I hope it was funny. My room didn't have a tile. I, I complained to the guest services, and um, they said they just said sorry. They wouldn't do anything about it. Well, that's, that's a shame. What about you, Herb? Did you have a tile in your room? I unfortunately didn't have a tile myself, no. Yeah. I, was, I was wondering where they are. I was looking all around. But... Dang it. Yeah. I, I had some really, really insightful things to say. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, I couldn't see anything. I could only hear. So uh, you know, in a way, I guess the Discord is kind of like our tile system because we I guess, can communicate yeah. with one another using that. Yeah, I, I did send a couple messages, and then while you were all up here, and I, you know, was hoping it was going well. So uh, by the way, so you've been really into the phrase "I I" lately. I I yeah. I uh, <laughs> I don't know if you all know this, but um, in my part time, aside from playing randomizer. And living my life, I am a pirate captain. Oh. So I, you know, I go out on the high seas. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know that actually makes a lot of sense now that you say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially because I have my pirate costume exactly. on. Exactly. I was just going to say that I've got yeah. the baggy pants, right. and uh, you know, I've got an eye patch on. So, yeah. um, now, what, what's your little friend's name there on your shoulder? Oh, this this is uh, this is Squeaks the parrot. Squeaks. Yeah, I, I was going to go with Squawks, but um, I got a, a <laughs> letter from. From Rare, and they said I couldn't do that. So it squeaks the parrot. Squeaks. Cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll, um, we'll check in with Squeaks. Yeah, we'll have to ask her later what she, what she thinks about the... Oh, it's uh, a her. It's a her, okay, yeah. Okay. I think. I don't know. I'm not very good with uh, with bird identification. Yeah, that's that's a class that I skipped in college, too. I, I did, too, so that's why I don't know. Yeah. So uh, let's start with this, Axe. Um, do I look anything like you thought I would? I expected you to be a little shorter. Really? Yep. Okay. I actually expected both of you to be a little shorter. Yeah. I'm, I'm only five eight, so yeah. I always am like, oh, that's a that's a six foot person. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> um, so we all have beards. Yeah, yes, we, we do. do. I think that's we all have beards. We all have pretty much the same hair color too. Yeah, kind of. I think kind of a. I think Tim. You're a little. You're a little lighter. Yeah, Tim's probably a little lighter. I think you. You're darker. I think Herb and I have similar hair colors, and you kind of have a darker. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're also more in shadow. That's true. I'm in the the shadow of the room. Yeah. (laughs) So this is, by the way, from the the closet behind the stage. Yeah. Uh We'll definitely get a picture so everybody can see kind of what we're working with. Yeah. You're also like sitting directly in the spotlight, like yeah, you are the boss. You are bathed in in light above me yeah we are right behind where the main stage was for mm-hmm. for speech gaming live so it's it's sort of poetic in a way that we're 
right outside of where the magic happened. It's yeah. kind of like they have a backstage pass, literally. Yeah. We are backstage. Yeah, We're we backstage are. at the event. We sure are. We yeah. are. There's lots of chairs here and the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not too exciting, especially considering everything is over already, but it's still backstage at the UN. We're like <laughs> 10 feet from where all the magic happens. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. And it, honestly, I mean, it, it is sort of surreal because there were mm-hmm. so many people and so many machines and TVs yeah. and consoles. and Yeah, I can't... I mean, 100 people is great turnout. I, I never expected it would be that many. Yeah. And now it's just like a ghost town. It's literally... It's almost comical the way that... Maybe we'll grab a picture of the, the yeah. room. It's like, you know, there's like half-empty bottles. It's like kicked around. Uh-huh. You have chairs sideways. It, it, it just looks like used. Like, you know, yeah. where we used that place up. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, yeah, it's it's just weird that we're we're just chilling here now. You yeah. Know? Just, yeah, just recording yeah. a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, let's take advantage of the fact that we're all here together. Um, let's start with, Axe, uh, I, I want to get into some, some random questions. I oh, think that great. That would be the funnest let's thing to do. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, um, if you have any sort of final, I guess, sort of questions for us or thoughts about you know speed gaming and we don't want to spoil the end yeah no so, I, I gotta listen to the first half so i can know what happened and catch some vods when i get home so mm-hmm. max has has remained uh, blissfully uh, unspoiled from from the yeah. tournament yes. that we were just talking about so we're, we're not nothing. gonna we're not gonna spoil it for him we're gonna let him watch it and get mm-hmm. his thoughts later um but uh yeah if you have any other questions or well so here's here's the big one did you guys have fun Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. It was a great time. It was great meeting everyone. We met up with Dante, who uh, accompanied me on a lot of my admin shifts. It just, on like, not even on purpose, but the schedule just worked out that I was on a lot of shifts with him. He was my room proctor, and I was the admin handing out the seeds, and he's a great dude, and it was big fun. And uh, I met a bunch of other people that hang out on our Discord. I met a bunch of people that I've known on the internet for uh, quite some time now. I've met a bunch of new faces that were all awesome. I mean, pretty much everyone was awesome and welcoming and friendly and nice, and everyone was happy to meet everyone else. Yeah. Well, I think that's the, I mean, going back to just talking general, the speedrunning community, it's it's such a friendly, welcoming group of people. Everybody is here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Everybody is super nice and welcoming to each other, both in person and online. And I th- I'm, you know, it's... It's always nice to see yeah. when the uh, the real world meets with the virtual world that uh, everything mm-hmm. still lines up and everybody is uh, the same person. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know, like you said, I don't look maybe exactly the way that you thought I would. So it was always Tall interesting. People. <laughs> it was always so cool to like walk up to somebody and be like, oh. Like, I, that's what Jem looks like. You I know? walked past the check-in desk on the second day, I think, I was like, and suddenly someone's like, hey, Herf. And I turned around, and I'm like, <laughs> who's that guy? And he's like, hey. And I'm like, what? Who are you? And he's like, it's Tim. And I'm like, ah, oh, shh. Okay, I'm pretty sure I just heard Herf, so I'm going to wait until he's done talking. All right, here we go. Herfy. It's me. It's Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, How are you doing, How man? How you doing? When did you get here? Uh, last night. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was about 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's you? He, like, I, 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 I mean, I pictured you honestly to look like the uncle, so. Yeah, I, I figured mean, people would do of. that. I almost maybe kind of, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't dislike that comparison. I think the uncle looks pretty cool. He's got a great mustache. That's true. He is. He's a cool guy. Yeah. I, I do not look like my... Uh, Discord avatar, uh, all, like a so. terrible, awful mouth, you know, Samus <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know how much I look like my Discord avatar, but I have had some people express uh, disappointment that I'm not actually giraffe in real life. You are tall though, so I you've am, got that going. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it kind of works. Yeah. Kind of works. 
Um, speaking of, of people that frequent the Go Mode podcast Discord, I mean, there, there was tons of them that we met mm-hmm. here. Shout out to Febreze and then Jeb was my proctor for some of the Super Mario Maker races. Yeah, Super yeah. solid dude. He's a homie too, yes. Um, uh, Sinak, we spent a lot of time with. He was basically running this entire damn show. Yeah, he was my admin buddy. He he drove himself insane, but he did amazing work. Great guy, absolutely. We already talked about Act the Boker, ran a crowd control race. Just all around super funny dude. To, yeah, fun to be uh, around. He's like, great. Yeah, he's awesome. I'd imagine based on just my interactions with mm-hmm. him in yeah. the virtual world. Yeah, and and so many others. I'll, I'll shout out some more as we as we think of them, and I might even yeah. edit some in. I don't want to make sure we don't forget anybody. Yeah, for sure. I don't I don't remember everybody, but Dante, I already mentioned Dante, him. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, who else was I going to mention? I mean, Corey, who was oh, yeah, I guess Corey, he was also course. here. Of course, yeah. Uh, he had like the most unfortunate event of them all because he was one of the only two people who didn't make it into the bracket from the group stages, and yeah. the other person oh. didn't make it in. Uh, dropped out, so he was like the only person who didn't oh, make man. the big play-in race. Yeah. He, uh, he he had some unfortunate, you know, routing decisions. He last location, something is, if I remember correctly, and it just didn't quite work out. So that was a little sad, but I hope he still had fun, and I think he did have a good time. Oh, that's good. I yeah. mean, you know, again, at the end of the day, as long as everybody enjoys themselves. Exactly. Uh, Adirondack Rick was around. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Treat. Yeah. To, to hear him do commentary, he and Dancy did commentary. Oh, great. I think it was like Friday night or maybe uh, Thursday night. Yeah, actually. something like that. Yeah, for for one of the races, he's he's a pro. He's he such is a professional. Great. He is great. Um, also, uh, Herf and I, along with Dancy, spent some time with Epa Blutikos yeah, last night. Epi is a really good friend of mine. Yeah, and he's a solid dude. He uh, he, as far as I know, he wants to help out speed gaming with some layout stuff and so on in the future. So he's he might be more involved. Oh, awesome. And I, I made some new Mario Maker friends too. Mm-hmm. Shout them out real quick. Uh, Snowy Bear, too good. My uh, fellow third place mm-hmm. uh, uh, winner, I guess. Mm. Um, uh, Zero Planes, super talented. Was the one that yes. went, made it to finals against Andy mm-hmm. um, and uh, Ramashku uh, from Russia. Yeah. A Russian. Oh, Mario that, Maker that's player. a yeah. That's a quite a trip for. Coming to this. That's great. I think he lives somewhere here, here in America, but he did, like, I wouldn't have just assumed that from yeah. his accent, but I heard his accent. I was like, that kind of sounds Russian. And he said, I'm like, I'm the only Russian Mario Maker streamer. And I was <laughs> just like, just me. That yeah. means you're the best one, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but he was, he was super cool. Shout outs to him too. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely. He's a cool guy. He, he was part of our little smoking crew. You oh, know, yeah. Because all the smokers <laughs> always band together no matter yeah. what game they played. And we all kept meeting out in the courtyard, uh, meeting out in the courtyard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. And I, I personally want to give a big shout out, even though I don't think they'll ever hear this, but I want to give a big shout out to the whole Super Metroid community mm. because those guys, especially as an admin handling their tournament race and everything, they were so welcoming and nice and accommodating, and they were always like, "Hey, listen. Usually, when we do races, we have a couple other people there just watching and giving, you know, crap to the people to the runners while they're yeah. doing stuff and mm-hmm. so on. If we're ever like in the way or making too much noise or you need the space or something, just tell us to get out." They were so nice and wonderful, and they. I asked them a bunch of questions about Super Metroid because I love that game, but I'm really bad at it. And they were like, "Hey, you should come to our Discord and hang out. We can tell you everything and stuff." They were they were awesome. Yeah. As a fellow bad at Super Metroid person, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right. I think that pretty much wraps up the SGL type I, stuff. I guess the questions? one the one final question yeah. I had is if there was a second SGL, SGL two, mm-hmm. SGL squared, mm-hmm. are we all are we all going to it? Right. I think so. Yeah. I I sure hope so. I mean, for me, it definitely does depend on the help that I can get from Feasel, hopefully, sure. and how all this shakes out. But that's a uh, I think for another day. But uh, I'm I'm fully planning on it. Like if if they'll have me back, I'm definitely coming yeah, back. Hopefully, uh, next time around, I don't have to go to a bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll um, get you in there. We'll get you in the in the group room. Yeah, you, you don't you don't want drunk acts. He's uh, <laughs> he's an interesting guy, but not um, podcast appropriate. <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. Well, speaking of podcast appropriate, Ooh. let's do something appropriate for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's do some random questions. John. Yes. All right, let's do All it. right. So I've got the list of questions up here. I've also got a random number generator prepared. I think if we do one that we if we Come on, one we've done before. We'll probably we'll just skip, skip it. it. Yeah, yeah. Skip it. Or if your answer is different, just a quick update. Yeah. All right. Our first number is 19. All right. Cool. Which is... Oh, no, we did that one. What's your <sighs> favorite song in Link to the Past? Yeah, we did that. Um, by the way, I hope you all enjoyed my uh, bunny song arrangement. Yeah, we got a little glimpse, or I guess a little listen to that earlier, and uh, I, I love it. I, I liked how jazzy it was, which is appropriate given I'm coming back from New Orleans. Nice. Mm-hmm. I call it Moon Pearl Dance. Ooh. <laughs> all right, let's 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 try again. Eight. Eight, eight, eight. What? Uh, we already did that one, too. <laughs> what are some of your creative outlets? We totally already talked about that. I did want to mention, though, something I forgot to talk about uh, that is a creative outlet for me, which is Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, I, nice. I play a lot of d and I'm in two different groups. Uh, I would be in more if my wife would not <laughs> divorce me for it. Because I would never be around, and uh, I listen to a bunch of uh, live play like podcasts. Oh, cool! I love the Adventure Zone, which is one that a lot of people really like. Um, it's one called Nad Pod. It's maybe like my favorite podcast. Okay. Uh, Dungeons and Daddies is a new one I've gotten Ooh, into. Okay. It's, it's not a BDSM podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how they bill it. That's that's the subtitle. Okay. Um, Dungeons and Daddies. So check that one out. Highly highly recommend. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, we did that one. Um, and I'll go last to, for what's next mm-hmm. since I just kind of did one. Okay. Um, seven. No, I'm just going one down. <laughs> okay. Without doxing yourself, tell us about your job. Oh. Tell us what, what, what do you do all day, Axiom? Uh, so I do uh, risk management uh, in a very vague sense. But uh, more specifically, I build uh, financial models to help uh, certain organizations better predict what the future will look like uh, from a financial sense. And that was incredibly vague because <laughs> I don't want to get too, too specific, but yeah, um, sure. there's a reason that I'm the math and numbers guy, and uh, that's why my education background's in math and economics. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah, for me, it's very easy. I'm a software developer. Yeah. That's, I mean, I can get into specifics if anyone cares enough, but I just <laughs> develop software. That tends to usually be enough. Yeah. You're, you're a computer toucher. Exactly. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> I'm also a computer toucher to a, a much more surface level. I work in search engine optimization, mm-hmm. which is how I was able to uh, flood the internet with all sorts of a link to the past <laughs> random. No wonder we're so popular. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I started Rando Guide and then used some SEO knowledge to make sure that, I mean, the main goal of that was like when you search for Hookshot Cave, like I wanted this to be the first result so that, mm-hmm. you know, new people know, you know, what's, what's going on. And uh, then I 
very uh, cleverly just put a ad for Go Mode Podcast on every <laughs> single one of those pages. So we got a ton of exposure. And yep. shout outs to you if you found us that way. And uh, <laughs> it wasn't an accident it's because I'm an evil genius. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so. Yeah, so I work in uh, search engine optimization, um, which is a, a something I got into about four or five years ago. And, you know, obviously very new kind of uh, industry and, and changing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I'll be doing something completely different than the kind of things I do now in five years. Probably, but, yeah. You know, the the uh, the job title is basically just, you know, connecting people with uh, information when they search for it. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of what I do. So that's, that's my day job. Um, all right, let's do another one. Uh, number 18. What is your current... Open PB? Oh, man. Yeah, okay. That's for open Let's mode, see. I guess. I think for me, it's like a 137 something. Okay. Something like that. I think, I, I wish I had my computer at home yeah. in front of me because I have it written there. I think it's like 134, 133. It's fast. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have like a God seed, but uh, haven't gotten anywhere close to that recently. Yeah, so same. I need to get back and practice. Yeah. Mine is, I, I wish I, if we were doing this and I was at my computer, I could just pull it up. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's like a 141 something. I know it's not less than 140 because that was one of my random resolutions <laughs> okay. to try to cut it and I still have not done that. Yes. Uh, but 141-ish somewhere, yeah. somewhere around yeah, there. Good, and I, I've, come, I've come real close to mm-hmm. cutting that 140 but I, something always crops up. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, maybe mine was, mine was under 130. I, it, maybe I think it was 135. You saying yeah, that. I thought I, maybe it was like 129 or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was real fast, and I'm never going to do that again. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. You do have you have to play the game if you want. I, to. I do need to actually start playing <laughs> yeah. seeds again. Yeah. I was uh, I, I don't remember if this was last episode or or I was telling you guys. I think other than the biweekly seed that I did, I think that was the first seed I played in like three or four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because with work and the planning wedding. a wedding yeah. and yeah, of course. going to all these things, I've had almost no free time. Like if I, you know, if my fiance goes to bed at about 11 and I stay up to about midnight, midnight 30 or so, I'm like, all right, I could play a seed, but like if it ends up being really long, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So I just, mm-hmm. I need to find blocks of time to do it. And once the wedding's over, that should happen. So, yeah. yep. You know, 2020 will be the year of Axiom. There you go. All right. All right, let's do some more. 23. Tell us about the last seed you played. Well. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, do I need to cover my ears? Is this a spoiler? No, 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 I don't think so. I mean, I guess it would have been my last group round. I mean, it's pretty fresh in my mind, and uh, I didn't want to talk about it, but I guess I I will, because that's that's, uh, what the question asks, so... It was up against uh, a guy in my group, Old Man Sunshine, mm-hmm. super nice guy, um, and it. I should have won it. Honestly, that's why, like, it, I'm mm-hmm. like bummed about it because I uh, basically forgot that sometimes. Oops, sorry, it's my Discord. <laughs> um, sometimes you need to do Aga in order to get East Death Mountain access. Mm-hmm. So I had oh, Dark World yeah. access for like three or four crystals, yeah, and I started to run out of places to go, and I was like. What is even left? Mm-hmm. I forgot that I needed to go kill Agus so I could mm-hmm. go to Pod, and then yeah. Pod had progression. <sighs> and I was telling you, Herf, about like physical reactions. Like yeah. I was also reading my opponent; uh-huh. he was doing the same. Like I could tell when he realized it, mm-hmm. but it was it was too late. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I literally spent like when I 
quote unquote last location to everything except for Aga. Mm-hmm. I was just like doing laps around the light world for a good three to four minutes until yeah. I finally remembered. Yeah. So like, and I felt like I just felt like such a dumbass mm-hmm. after I was done, yeah. you know. And it was the last one, so that was my last seed. I was I was climbing Gannon's Tower when he won, so I was mm-hmm. not like it wasn't a runaway. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, good thing is you'll never forget that again. That's, yeah, I, know, I definitely yeah, you learn the most from when you exactly. make a yeah. screw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean that has happened before, which is the frustrating thing. You know, when when it happens and you're like, oh, I'm never gonna let that happen again, and, and then, then it, yeah. do it again. Yeah, I, that reminds me. Uh, so summer of 2016, I went on vacation and I went to the beach and I had my phone in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I walked into the ocean and my phone was destroyed. Yikes. Oh, two months later. Mm-hmm. At the beach again. Oh no! Got my phone in my pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ruined it again. Uh, to this day, mm-hmm. gentlemen, I still have nightmares. I wake up in a cold sweat, uh, like when I'm in water in a dream. Mm-hmm. Like I'll wake up, patting your pockets. Yeah, like patting yeah. my sides, like to make sure that I didn't have a, a phone in there oh. in my dream. Oh, so, like, yeah. to not learn from your mistakes is like my. <laughs> literally my nightmare you know mm-hmm. like you've got to do that if you want to get smarter and get better and yeah absolutely so that is, is a hard loss for me and and then immediately after that i did two super mario maker matches and lost both of those so mm-hmm. i was uh, in sort of a dark place yeah. on friday for a minute uh and then you know i i got over it and then things went better with mario maker yeah it was a blast from then on but i was just like Losing so much. It, it, like, yeah. it was my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Main, you know. So, Anyway, that was a really long answer for, for that. But, uh, Herf, let's hear about your last seed. Man, do I even remember my last seed? I think the last seed that I legit played was probably a multi-world with all my friends. Mm-hmm. So uh, that one's kind of hard to talk about because stuff is just so spread out. And, you know, everyone has, like, a piece of the puzzle from for someone else and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all I can tell you guys is that multi-world is a ton of fun. So if you can get a, grab a couple people together and play it, and you have a block of time, because multi-world usually takes a lot longer than a normal seed, just because, you know, the nature of the beast is that you're going to be stuck at some point unless you start doing major glitches or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought for sure we would do one, somebody would do one here, but I don't yeah. think anyone did. No, I think it was just time why is it didn't quite work out the only thing that was organized like outside of everything that i know of was last night after everything was over uh quite a bunch of people got together and played one mind races against each other i don't know if you guys know what one mind is um i think we've talked about it before we might just give us a reminder well one mind is uh, two it's two players each have their own controller and the control of link switches off every half second Oh, oh yeah. Sinak <laughs> was telling me about yeah. that because they did that at uh, mm-hmm. the last AGDQ. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So we had a bunch of like pairs of people racing against each other. They all put their names into a hat and they drew partners. Uh, I think it was Jem, The Lane, uh, Spy Poet, um, Christos Owen, Kelpsy, Andy played as well, I think, Chelsea. Uh, a bunch of other people, I don't remember everyone, but they got paired up, like, randomly, and then they started playing, and uh, it was a bunch of fun, but probably pretty hard, because, yeah. you know, you're controlling Link in one second, and then half a second later, it's switching over, and then suddenly you're in control again. It's, it's pretty crazy to watch. Yeah, it sounds like you just gotta be really keyed in and know exactly what you're doing. Uh, the boss fights must be incredibly Yeah, difficult. you really gotta be on the same page, because if one guy goes for one strategy, and then the other guy goes for another strategy, you're just running around in circles, not doing anything. Yeah, I would love to try one of those one day. Maybe we can get one together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be fun. 
What about you, Max? So, well, I, so I was kind of it was the first V31 season. It was the first V31. It was our bi-weekly, not for the last podcast episode, mm-hmm. but the one before that. Yeah. The one with the, the oh-so-pleasant, uh, just really, really cruel uh, layout. And uh, I think uh, we, we talked enough about it. What was it two episodes ago? No, one episode ago? I think it might have been... I think it was two. Yeah, I think it was two. two. Yeah, because we had... Yeah, I think it was two episodes ago. Yeah, so I won't go back over that, but uh, suffice to say, I need to practice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting married in three weeks, so... Well, maybe then, maybe in a month or so. Yeah, so maybe it's on the Yeah. Yeah, maybe at Thanksgiving I can uh, get some practice time in. Oh, there you go. That's a good idea. Yeah. The holidays. All right, let's do another one. Four. What is your proudest Brando achievement? Oh, Ooh, I like have, that one. I have an answer for that. I okay, do too. Go ahead. Uh, one of the few highlights on my Twitch channel, is. probably. I've <laughs> talked about this a bunch because yeah. it is my Brando highlight. <clears throat> so the one of the only highlights I have on my channel, and I, I'm really sad about it because for some reason I apparently wasn't streaming my microphone, but I was streaming the Discord audio that I was in, the Discord call I was in. Mm-hmm. So you just hear people talking to each other and to me and never hear my reply, which makes it a little weird but it was from 2018 early 2018 maybe a race with uh, DT GamerCal Willard Langsion and I Mm -hmm. and I got second place Nice. nice. That was one of them. And the other one that's almost equal was my very first tournament match way back in spring 2018 maybe uh, against Vitor, and I only lost him by three seconds. Ooh, that's good. That's that's, really good that's very good. Yeah, both of these are my proudest achievements. Those are good. Yeah, those yeah. are very good. What about you? Uh, me. So I mean, the 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 hokey sentimental answer is uh, providing this podcast to folks. So I was that say that. I can I can <laughs> even bring more. And then I'll let you have it. Uh, so for me, it's probably the very first time that I pulled off. The uh, it's not the spooky glitch, but it's doing mire in the dark at all. I did not think I could do it, and I was like, "Well, uh, I've got no other options. I got to go down and do it." And uh, I didn't think I'd be able to pull it off, but I did. I don't think I've done it since then, but uh, it felt really nice to do. And uh, same thing with doing the entire back half of Pod. That was when I was like, "Oh, maybe I'm actually like not bad at this game," because I would. I told my like real life friends about it, and they're like, "Wait, you can." You can navigate in the dark. I was like, oh, yeah, it's not, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, yeah, you're, I can't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm always trying to remind myself of that. It's like we constantly surround ourselves with people that are like so good at this like really niche game, you know, but mm-hmm. to when you talk to somebody like that, it's like a, it's a completely yeah. different conversation. Like, one of the guys at the bachelor party is like, oh, are you still like speed running and doing that, that self random I'm like, yeah, but I've been out of practice. He's like, oh, what was your best time? I was like, I think it was like, you know, 1.30-ish. And he's like, wait, you finished, went to the password an hour and 30? I'm like, yeah, like it wasn't that good. And yeah. he's like, well, sitting there with his eyes wide open. You're not even talking about links to the past. You're talking about randomizer. Randomizer, yeah. Which is even, you know, theoretically even harder. Um, my favorite random, yeah, I mean, obviously this podcast is, is technically a rando achievement. Um, I guess so. Yeah. It is. I mean, I mean if you, you want to count that. We, yeah. We've brought a lot of folks, whoops, as I dropped my water on the ground. <laughs> we've brought a lot of folks into the community that may not otherwise have uh, had had an intro. And, you know, I think we've, if we've helped kind of bring folks together and uh, had a lot of great guests. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's nice. But I mean, I, I I did write that question, and I know what I was thinking, which was <laughs> I, I meant like when you're playing. I didn't just mean like in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try to think of one. I I guess probably uh, even though it kind of happened on on some some BS, uh, making it to the brackets of Challenge Cup was cool because it was like uh, you know people were aware of kind of who made brackets, and my name was a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, even that, like, I, I immediately got beat, like, right after that happened. So it's not like that was a huge deal. I guess when I'm thinking about like achievements in a race, I do remember doing like a really low percent Mafula one time that I didn't feel like I would be able to do, but mm-hmm. was able to do. And and I like, I, I think I talked about it on an early episode. Like I literally was like, yeah, like mm-hmm. after. Are you talking like Green Male Fighter Sword? Yeah, it was that. That's, with, that's with hard. Fire yeah. Rod. It was just like a ton of Fire Rod over and over and I, I it managed to get done. Um, but that's like the most like excited in the moment I can remember being about Rand. It was like I was watching, you know, the Carolina Panthers, you know, <laughs> so. Um, all right, let's do some more. Next one is one. Did we do that one? Yeah, that's the earliest memory of playing yeah. here on mm-hmm. CPR. Moving on, number three. What is the most tilted you ever got while playing Rand? Oh, that's most a good tilted. Because I have a lot of tilt stories. Yeah. I have a lot too. Okay. Uh, who's going first? Uh, I don't care. All right, I guess, I guess go I'm going first. Yeah, you uh, go first. All right, so let's see. This was in. <clears throat> The tournament qualifiers last year, I think, I think it was, and I had the choice to. I went into Gannon's Tower, and it turns out that it was boots locked. Mm-hmm. And I had a choice: I could either leave to look for boots, or keep going to look for boots. Mm-hmm. And I chose to leave. And it took what would have probably been like a one forty-five ish to like a two ten, two fifteen. Like I. I, I literally like watched rewatched the VOD and was like, all right, this is when they actually had people going. And I would have finished in the upper half, and instead I finished, I think, third last because oh, I last location boots, mm-hmm. oh, which boy. were in Ganon's Tower one room after I decided to leave. Yeah. Um that was So what did what did I, you I mean, do? I, mean, I was I mean I was just like I was totally like I'm not and then I think was my third race. Yeah. And, you know, you had four races, so I was like, you know, because I was kind of on the bubble to qualify. I was like, you know, if I have two races that I finish right at about 50% or so, I, I might make it. And I was really excited, and I had that race, and I, the whole time as I'm looking for the boots, I'm like, I'm like seeing done, 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 yeah. done, done. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's just no way. There's no way I can make it now. I'd have to have an absolutely incredible fourth race, and I'm like yelling at myself in my head. Mm. And it was It was very unpleasant. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, I know that feel mm-hmm. <laughs> all so, too well. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. Um, sure. So I definitely remember one time, back last year, I think it was during, like, fall fire times, not for the fall fire, but, like, around that time, like, last fall. I guess I could just say last fall. And I yeah, it was last year. Time. Yeah. Um, I used to, uh, whenever I had, like, a like a weekly to do, or I think I was doing like something awful tournament mm-hmm. at the same time. I uh, kind of got into this habit where my wife would, she, she picked up a part-time job for some extra money for the holidays. Mm-hmm. On, so she would do that on Thursdays. And then a buddy of mine would come over. Um, who's also, he doesn't play rando, but he plays a lot of other games. So mm-hmm. like he'd bring his switch or like even sometimes he'd like bring up 
like a computer monitor and just like play something else mm-hmm. and we're just like near each other just like talking yeah just hanging out yeah it's like being in a voice chat essentially mm-hmm. well I remember one time I was playing a seed and I got to I was like super tilted trying to get through Ice Palace like I I probably like failed the IPBJ if I had to guess uh, that always do um, I, I you know I remember it being like a really bad Ice Palace because the time before when he was there I was bragging about how good I did it I got IPBJ <laughs> first time and I, I like Killed Cold Stare really easily. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time, I, I missed IPBJ, and I finally made it down to Cold Stare, and I think I, like, didn't have enough magic, or oh, I no. died. One of those two happened. And I uh-huh. literally, I just, I rage quit. I just turned off the game, and I was like, I'm not playing that game anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm done playing that game. Yeah. He was like, dude, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm totally fine. I'm just done playing that game for right now. <laughs> and yeah. I was just, like, being really, like, high-strung and yeah. weird about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that was definitely a pretty high level of tilt. Mm-hmm. Um and there's, uh, like, yesterday, like, I get so damn dramatic. I was, like, sitting there thinking, like, well, I'm done playing Randomizer now. This, I, I, I don't think I'm probably going to play any more seeds after, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, obviously now I'm like, come on, you idiot. Like, of course yeah, you're yeah, going to play seeds. Like, in the moment. Yeah, I just get so, so dramatic. Yeah, but. yeah, I have the same problem. <laughs> what, what about you? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me is kind of similar to what you were talking about earlier uh, when it was about uh, your your last race. Um, it was in the same tournament where I had that match against Vitor I was talking about earlier, but I think the very first race I had in that in the group stages, my hammer was in Pyramid Fairy. Mm. Oh, that's a terrible place for that. I had exactly the same as you were saying. Like I was like, where do I even go? Like I don't know what to do. I have my five and six crystals, but I can't get the oh wait a minute I can get the bomb there I just need to kill Aga Mm -hmm. and by the time I was so far behind that there was no catching up at all Mm -hmm. anymore it took me like 20 minutes to even remember that's a thing Mm -hmm. and that really tilted me for a long while because I was like ah geez my first like official tournament group match and this happens and I completely screw it up in a major way that really tilted me yeah well, I hope the next question is a little more positive. <laughs> dwell on all these negative yeah, experiences. True. All right, let's see what the RNG gods have for us. 29. Place you want to go, but haven't. Oh, wow. Um, hmm. That's a rough one. Sorry. What is a place that you want to yeah. go that you haven't? So it's a real question. Um... You know, I've always been kind of curious about Jamaica. Ooh. Yeah. I always thought that might be an interesting visit. I know there's, like, a lot of crime stuff, and you need to be careful and stuff, but I feel like that would probably be a pretty nice place to be at. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Caribbean. Yeah, nice and sunny. Yeah. Huh. There are a lot. Um, so I'm just going to list them all out. Uh, Japan, mm. uh, Russia, uh, Ukraine, Hungary... Uh, China, uh, Antarctica, Egypt, uh, South America. I know that South America is not a country, but I haven't been anywhere on that continent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then if I do that, oh, in Australia, if I do that, I'll have been on every continent. Hmm. So, um, you know, I need to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good answers. You said Japan first. That's always been one yeah, for was, me. I, I was going to say. I'd love to get out to Japan one day. I will eventually. Um, and if we would have gotten this question before, I probably would have said New York City, but I actually have been there now. Oh, I nice. went, I went oh. for the first time like a month ago. And nice. It was incredible. I loved it. Uh, we spent the whole time in Manhattan. It was super cool. 
there are still some U.S. cities that I feel like it's crazy I haven't been to, um, mm. like L.A. Oh, I've never been to L.A. either. Never been to L.A. I've never been to Vegas, although I am going in a couple months. Also, so, never been to Vegas. Um, uh, what was the other one? You said New Orleans. That's one that I feel like yeah, I New Orleans is a, is a great mm-hmm. city. Uh, shout out for anybody who is listening from New Orleans. Yeah. But uh, if you want to go, it's great uh, and a really fun town. I had excellent food. Heard a lot of excellent music, drank a lot of excellent drinks. <laughs> um, it is very hot though, so be aware of that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those like cities. It seems I've I've been I've traveled in America a lot with the like music groups that I've been in. Mm-hmm. But we always go to like um, you know you'll go to like Des Moines, Iowa. Not a knock against Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sinek. He's from Des Moines. I have friends from Des Moines, but like there's not a whole lot to do. And even if there was, you're literally there for one day. You're staying in a uh, high school gymnasium, and then you're practicing on the mm-hmm. stadium field, mm-hmm. and then you're driving to a different stadium and performing there, and then you're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I've been to almost every single state, but I haven't, like, done anything. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> worked with a lot of people who've traveled, and I'm always like, oh, you got to go to, like, uh, Portland. What was that? Like, well, I stayed in the hotel, worked and then the I time. was yeah. in a conference room, and uh, then I went and got dinner at an Applebee's because it was the only thing around me, and uh, then I went to bed. So, yeah. a very exciting time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, we'll, we'll get to those places for sure, I'm, I'm sure, but uh, 28, just moved down one there. Your, what is your favorite place in the world? Oh, jeez. Other than right here, right now. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, this closet's yeah, pretty this nice. This alcove. This weird closet. This bathroom yeah. antechamber. Um, I'm going to be sappy and say the house that I share with my fiance. Oh, yeah, that's a fair answer. The one-bedroom apartment? One, the very tiny one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, she, uh, I can't record podcast, and she can't use the kitchen at the same time yeah. without there being noise yeah. crossing over. It sounds very homey. I'm it sure is. It's, it's very, very cozy. We, uh, you know, when we moved in, we were a little worried that uh, the small space would be a problem, but uh, it turned out... With, it's perfectly fine. We're, we're thinking of getting a new place, though, so yeah. mm-hmm. could be the, the same time next year. I'm like, hey, hello, Go Mode fans. You will no longer hear my fiance making breakfast. All right. Yeah. What's your favorite place, Herfie? Man, that's such a hard question. I think my favorite place is probably my bed. Mm-hmm. Or valid. My bed or my desk where my computer is, because that is definitely where I spend most of my time. If mm-hmm. I'm not at work, obviously. Uh, yeah, I think so. I quite like my hometown, and it has all my friends and my family. Sure. I do enjoy, like, I've never had a bad time in America, and once again, this was a great visit. Everyone's been super friendly, even though I haven't really done anything other than be in the hotel or around the area. But mm-hmm. I I enjoy a lot of places, but my favorite place is probably my home, yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. Home is where the heart is. Exactly. Um, I, I'm going to take a more, uh, like, literal, I guess, Okay. Uh, approach to this there is a town about three and a half hours away from charlotte north and west called hot springs north carolina Mm -hmm. that uh i first found out about from my sister she went camping there there was like a music Mm -hmm. festival there they do every year Mm -hmm. and uh, invited me along and ever since then after that point i i was trying to go back you know once a year uh, but it's just it's a campground um that's Mm -hmm. just like in a tiny little city and there's a, a river that runs across the campground, and there's a mountain right there. So you got the river and the mountains, mm-hmm. usually nice and temperate. And uh, you know, my sister actually got married there, so oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's I just have awesome. a lot of really good memories yeah. there. It's very peaceful. You know, I'm always glued to some screen of some sort, mm-hmm. so it's just like 
breath, literal breath of fresh air to just yeah. get out there. And, you know, m- you know, maybe you got like some headphones with some music, but other than mm-hmm. that, just like, just checking out the, the mm-hmm. view, you know, being in the mountain air. Yeah. Um, that's probably like my favorite place. Cool. Would you say, yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's do, a, we're, we're coming up on about 113. Yeah. Let's give everybody maybe like 120. Yeah. Do another, yeah. like two or three. That's and we do, we actually have a fetch question and I, I, I was, not sure if I wanted to tackle it here and just maybe like handle it later, but I read it. I think I actually do want to. All right, let's do it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, let's so, do like one or two more and yeah. then let's get to the fetch questions. Sounds good. All right, next one is 37. Favorite controller. What is your favorite controller? Oh, wow. Ooh. I want to say that highly depends on which game I'm playing. Okay. For, uh, hmm. for like if, if for PC games, uh, I'm a big fan of the Xbox controllers just because I think they all work very well. I'm not a huge Xbox fan myself, but I used to use a Xbox 360 controller until they broke horribly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I got a Xbox One controller and they're great. They work nice. The D-pad's nice. The, the D-pad on the 360 controllers were total bugs. <laughs> but the uh, Xbox One one, they're really good. Yeah. So for that, it's definitely the Xbox One controller. For all my emulator needs and like console stuff, like ever since I got the Switch SNES controller, finally, mm-hmm. uh, I play almost exclusively on that if I can. Yeah. But my overall favorite like console controller might be the Switch Pro controller. Okay. I Ooh. think it's like the weight of it and like how it feels and how it plays is really great. The D pad, once again, is totally useless, unfortunately. But I, I like the weight of it, and I like how it feels in my hands, and I kind of got big hands, so I need a bigger controller. Mm-hmm. Like, with a PS4 controller, I always have the problem, especially if I don't put anything on the little analog sticks, that my thumbs just cover them completely, yeah. and mm-hmm. I slip off of them and stuff, and yeah. it just feels weird. But with a Switch Pro controller, I feel really comfy. I need to get one of those. Yeah. I, I meant to get one before I came here mm-hmm. for, like, the Mario Maker. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's another person saying that they're, that it's great. In fact, the best. You said it's the best controller. I think it is, yeah. Okay, all right. What about you, Alex? Oh, man. There's there's a lot of controllers I've liked in my days. Uh, right now, I mean, I'd say right now, probably the one I find myself using a lot is the the normal Switch controllers that are on the side of the console because oh, the you can, yeah, you can use the Joy-Cons and you, you can have your hands in whatever weird yeah. arrangement you want. And uh, I have a habit of sitting very oddly on chairs. And so whenever the Wii remote and the Nunchuck came out, I was like, oh, I like this because I don't have to have my hands super close together. I can mm-hmm. spread yeah. them out, but there's a limit. But now with the Joy-Con controllers, I can just go wherever. Yeah. But for um, for actual like emulator play, um, you know, before I got my uh, my iBuffalo mm-hmm. SNES, you know, mm-hmm. you know, kind of mock controller, I used. There was a controller that Logitech made. I think it was like called the the F three ten or three fifty or something like that. It's just it like a, so it, like it, technical. Yeah, it's it, but it's just like it looks like a PlayStation controller, but it, it was just it was very comfortable. I played Dark Souls with it, mm. and uh, I just I, I really enjoyed it. It felt nice. Um, the DualShock controller is great. Uh, I just I saw a meme recently that was showing all the different control like. Uh, PlayStation's, uh, they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you can see the PlayStation controller has uh-huh. been the same the whole time. Yeah. And then you see Xbox, and they're saying, you know, improvements are good every now and then. Uh-huh. And you see how, like, the Xbox controller has evolved. Mm-hmm. And you see Nintendo, and they're just like, whatever is cool. <laughs> like, every single one <laughs> yeah, is, that's like, true. <laughs> totally crazy. Um, 
I to that point, you know, you mentioned the Switch SNES controller, which Oro actually let me borrow his so I could mm-hmm. play Mario Maker, and mm-hmm. uh, I loved that. It's really it felt good. great. It's really it's good. just like a normal mm-hmm. SNES controller, except maybe a little heavier. It's a little thicker, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the weight would be nice because. Uh, yeah, the normal SNES controller really light. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So I really like that. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just go with that. That's good. Yeah, it's a good answer. Okay, cool. all right. Let's let's keep it. Let's just say like two more, unless we get a bad one. Um, Eighteen. Oh, we already got that one. That's the PB one. Oh yeah. Uh, Twenty nine. I think we already got that one as well. Yep, that's the place you want to go, but you haven't. Thirteen. Okay. Oh, Ooh, he's got a smile. Let's start with Axe on this one. Oh, boy. Were you a good student in math class growing up? Uh, no, actually. What? I was a terrible serious? math student. I thought for sure you were going to say yes. I was, I was really bad at math until I got to college. And at college, they were like, well, you know, if you want to be an economics student, you need to take uh, calculus, too. And, and, you know, you can... Once he passed, it would be done. And I took it, and I had a really great professor. And, uh, you know, he, I took it, and I went to a small school, so there were a lot of uh, chances to kind of interact with the professors. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day, I was just kind of talking to him, and he's like, you know, if you, uh, if you really were, were really interested in this, and you kind of want to keep going with that and eventually get a master's or a PhD, you're going to need a good math background. And so if you took Calculus three. That would that would really just solidify you. I was like, okay, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Took calculus three, and I was like, well, that went pretty well. I was like, yeah. So, you know, if you, um, you know, it really, if you also, if you you're still interested in this, you take uh, linear algebra, and then, you know, then then you'll be done. Oh, okay, I'll take linear algebra next semester. So I did that. So I and, yeah, and then, access, So I did that, but that's like <laughs> yeah. so much work. Um, and then you know, I'd gotten pretty good grades in all three of them, and he said, you know, he said to me, he's like, whoa. You know, Max, like, you've already almost got a minor. If you just take one 200-level course, you'll have a minor, then you can just take any other course, and you'll be done. Mm-hmm. So I took a 200-level course, which was all about writing proofs and doing that stuff. And again, I did pretty well and liked it. And then at that point, he's like, yeah, so you've taken more math courses and you have econ courses. Why don't you just double major? I was like, okay. So I did. And, of course, at that point is when it got really hard, and I started getting not so great grades but um <laughs> i had very good professors who were like we do not want people to fail here's what you can do to you know nice. not fail and uh, it's it's amazing because i would not have had the career i had now if i didn't do that mm-hmm. because when i originally got hired into the positions i do they were like oh well talk about your math background and i did and they're like yeah no you're fine we know you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah talking about that's awesome. Yeah, I, I figured. I, I'm actually surprised. I thought I thought for sure you would be like, oh, straight nope. A. I love math. So <laughs> so interesting. What about you, Herf? Uh, I I mean, not not particularly. No. I was kind of an average math student. I wasn't awful at it, but it always gave me trouble, and it still does to this day. Yeah. Uh, which is sometimes very harmful to my job because as a software developer, you need a, a lot of math. But it's it's working out somehow. But I've never been very good. Yeah, you got the calculator right on the computer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I used to be good at math. I used to be a good math student. Mm-hmm. I was in uh, I wasn't in AP, but I was in honors, just mm-hmm. like right below that. And people like 
they always make jokes like, oh, I hate math, or like, you know, they just assume that you're you're gonna hate math because it's like boring or whatever. But I always I always really enjoyed math class and mm-hmm. doing the problems and showing the work, and uh, I usually did did pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped using it. Now I'm like kind of bad at math. Honestly, yeah. it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, to uh, to soapbox for a little bit. I think the math education in the United States does a disservice to math because it's not very interesting to be like, okay, here's how you multiply 77 and 256. And while that's cool, I guess it doesn't really teach you that much. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really didn't like math. And when I started getting into college level math, it's like, no, we're going to explain why this all works the way it does. I was like, oh, this is all really cool. Mm -hmm. So I wish, and based on anecdotes I've heard, I think math education is starting to move in that direction. So Mm -hmm. hopefully that means, uh, 20, 30 years from now when this question gets asked, kids are like, oh, yeah, I always loved math. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah. So I also generally had pretty good math teachers, like you said. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this might be the last one, depending on what it is. Number nine, how many rando seeds have you played? Let's just do it real quick. That's not a good one, but go ahead and answer. That's quick, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Indeed. If, if I was at home, I could just pull up my life split and look at it, but I think it would like... A hundred and seventy something. Mm-hmm. I think I'm in at like seventy two or seventy three. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's got to be maybe just a little bit north of a hundred mm-hmm. for me because it, I generally play about once a week and I've been doing. Well, I mean, I started doing that over a year ago. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably put about a hundred, hundred and twenty or so. Yeah, yeah like right. I, I kind of wish right. I was at my computer because I could probably exactly. figure it. Like I could just look at all the seats because I save mm-hmm. all of them, so I could probably just okay. look at them all. Yeah, I do yeah. the same thing. But oh well, it's, it's somewhere around there. I would say. Yeah. All right, that one was boring. Let's do a better last one. <laughs> I feel like we already did nineteen. Yep, that's the song one. That one has come up a lot. Um, it just knows your affinity for music. The, the random number maybe, generator. Maybe, maybe that is it. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna look at this one's not gonna be random. I'm just gonna pick a question that I that I like. Yeah, sounds good. All right, we got a plan though. Okay. Um, what's a good one? I'm d- I, sorry, I'm just like reading this now. This is like the the worst thing to do while we're all in the same room with this precious little time that we have. <laughs> <laughs> just silently reading off of my computer screen. Um. Okay. This is, I think this is a good one. This, this is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite episode of Go Mode that we've made? Ooh. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, let me think for a second here. It was, def- it was definitely a guest episode. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a guest episode, and I just have to decide which guest that I like best. <laughs> no, You've told, you have told me this answer before. I don't know if it's the same as when you told me. But oh, have I? Yeah, you did mention one to me one time. Oh, wow. Now I feel bad. Now I want to <laughs> ask you what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I remember cause I was I was kind of surprised. But, you know, it, it was right after we had done that episode. I think you said, like, I think that was our best one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might not be true anymore, but you you said that you really liked having Korok on to talk about yeah, the that entrance. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. I really liked the Korok episode with the entrance randomizer just because I think it's it's such a thing where people are like, oh, I'll never get into this. This is so complicated and awful. But Korok did a really great job of explaining how it all worked and why it's good and why it's fun and that it's not as intimidating as you think it is. 
And uh, I think that episode came out really, really well. I do too. I like that one yeah. a lot. Yeah. Max, do you have your answer? I've got two. Is that all right? Okay. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I'll try to be quick. So the first one is, maybe I'll say it's from season one okay. of, uh, yeah. of Go Mode, is the episode we did with VTorp about V30. I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we really walked through it all, and it made me really excited to play V30. And uh, VTorp was a fantastic guest yeah. and uh, yeah. really had a lot of great info about why certain things were done the way they were. And just a, a great human and uh, love talking to him. My second one is going to be the, uh, <clears throat> I guess from season two, in quotes, mm-hmm. uh, would be the cheating episode we just did. Because we had been talking about doing it for yes, quite yeah. a while. And I thought both in terms of production values, that's off to, <laughs> to Mr. Timp over there with yeah. some excellent audio engineering. <laughs> and, um, you know, with, you know, all the discussion we had um, and a great guest, we, we really just covered everything possible and mm-hmm. I think we did a really good job of being nuanced and trying yeah. to you know be like here here is what has happened in the past here's mm-hmm. why this happens but we're not going to try to be causing chaos in the community or anything yeah, like that exactly. yeah but then like let's gossip about all the cheating scandals yeah um <clears throat> when, you, when you talk about having VTorp on Back earlier when we had the question about your proudest rando achievement, honestly, like having the creator of this game onto some like podcast that we just made up mm-hmm. uh, at the time, I remember just like telling anyone who cared to listen yeah. that like it meant anything to like, mm-hmm. you know, like we, this guy who basically made the game, you know, he agreed to come on this podcast and we're going to, you know, to, at the time I was just so flattered. Now P Torb is just, he's just some schmuck. You know? <laughs> he's, he's constantly <laughs> pinging us in the guest channel being Can like, hey guys, show again. <laughs> We're like, get out of here, Beethoven. No, no, I'm just kidding. He's he's great, and he's become you know a friend now. And at the time, it was just like so wild that he would even consider you know reaching out to us, or you know coming on the show after we reached out to him. Um, But actually, I I would say I'm with Axe. I I think we did a really nice job with the cheating episode. If I may, you know, pat us on the back. Uh, Huge shout outs to Axe. I you know really came prepared and and provided some really great insight into Mm -hmm. that. And again, you know, we had just. Uh, the worst thing would be to never do it, you know, and yeah. the fact that we finally did come around and do it, mm-hmm. we did it the right way, and I think we were fairly diplomatic with how we, you know. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I like that one too, but, um, I, you know, actually, I'm going to change my answer. My oh. my favorite episode of Mode, I think, actually would probably have to be this one, this one oh, right yeah. here. I was thinking about that as well, <laughs> because it's such a special and maybe one-time occasion, yeah. at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Who knows, just who knows here. if we're going to get Exactly. Yeah. It would be knows? great if we do, but who, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Because yeah. 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 the next yeah. one could be like, yeah, so it's, uh, you know... At another time where we all can't get together, or exactly. you know, it's you know, travel costs are too high for us, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that all three of us are in the same room yeah. behind the stage is really cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. just really bummed that I missed Speed Gaming Live because when it got announced, I was so excited, and then I was like, wait, it's that weekend? Oh crap. Yeah, very unfortunate, but yeah, catch you, you mean catch the VODs? Yeah, no, I'll get all the VODs, I'll, I'll look through all the. All this stuff on uh, Discord and listen to the first half of the episode whenever it comes out on Wednesday. Yeah, so uh, I can I can get your all's you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well I mean in, immediately check in with us once you check out that. Oh that I will. Yeah, I'm, it's my plan to do on Wednesday driving into work. <laughs> yeah, you won't you won't be able to not to. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, I guess with that, let's go ahead and answer our one fetch question. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. 
So the reason I decided to read this, it's not really related to anything we're talking about here, but I wanted to read it because it's from Davis. And the oh. last time that Davis sent us an email was the last time we were doing these random questions. So I was like, yeah, hey, that works so well. Anytime we get together to shoot the breeze, Davis pops yeah, in. Yeah, sure. So Davis says, uh, hey, guys, I'm new-ish to the podcast. We know they're not new mm-hmm. now and really enjoying it. But I'm still catching up with some backlog. So apologies if this is addressed in later episodes. I just finished the top 10 tricks episode. I like that one, too. I yeah, that was, yeah good one. that was a good one. Um, and I figured I could help you guys out with a quick spooky glitch tutorial. Ooh. Oh, just in time okay. for Halloween, right? Uh, all right. Perfect. Okay, so let's have them uh, walk us through here. Step one when you flute to six, run under the rock that hides the portal and face upwards. You need to be facing up when the bird leaves the screen. Spooky is now armed. I actually didn't realize that was part of it. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I had no wow. idea. Holy crap. Step two get through Meyer without using the items that will disarm Spooky. Notably, don't use the red meringue or powder. When you drop the cane block in the basement, you need to kick up dust first, i.e. tap A and hit Y to drop the block immediately afterwards while the boots dust is still on screen. Step three, use Spooky. Shoot the fire rod shots in the appropriate spots to hit the switches from far away. The best way to learn these is just watch a clip, and this is the only part of the whole trick that really takes practice. Thanks again for a great show. And that was from Davis. So, oh, awesome. Well, yeah, thank you. This makes way, it sound so that, easy. That yeah, does sound really easy. That sounds way easier. Than I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was way harder. So, all right. Whenever I do my, this is a, a Go Mode podcast <laughs> vow. When I do my next seed, if I go to Meyer, I'm going to try to do spooky provided I have the necessary items. Mm-hmm. We were actually, I was talking to Dancy about this when I first got here and, um, we were talking about hovering because you know we just yeah we did the hovering, hovering episode yeah. and, and by the way I felt like a lot of people were talking about hovering yeah, I'm not going to say like they all are <laughs> listeners and that's why I think just this community like yeah. that's why we wanted to do an episode about because mm-hmm. people talk about it all the time yeah uh, but he was talking about that and he was like honestly you know it's it's really a glitch like a lot of other glitches which mm-hmm. is like if you just do what you see other people doing mm-hmm. it's probably going to work you know like yeah. maybe not as much for hovering but spooky I think is a good example of that um, I'm trying to think of other ones where I just was like, well, I'm just going to do what I'm seeing people do. And it's like, oh, it worked. It, I, you, just by being able to eyeball it, you can, you can pull it yeah. off. Some of the bomb jumps. Yeah. That's I, like, I think that's a good example. Like I picked up the bomb jump in, uh, Skull Woods just by yeah. seeing somebody do it and being like, oh, okay. And you get close, hard. you lay a bomb, you maybe do a spin jump, maybe do a bonk. And it's like, you just, you yeah. see them doing it. So you try it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it worked. You know? It really yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, well, I'm going to do a real quick wrap-up here. You guys know all that. If you're listening this far into this episode, yeah. you definitely already know all <laughs> of this. But Twitter, at GoModePodcast, email GoModePodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out our YouTube. Check out our Twitch. Uh, check out Speed Gaming Live, uh, both their Twitch, uh, you know, twitch.tv slash Speed Gaming, also Speed Gaming 2, Speed Gaming 3, 4, 5. Mm-hmm. They have several of them, and there's going to be a lot of VODs from this event um, yes. to watch. And, and probably on their YouTube, there'll be kicking those out I'm sure, oh, I'm sure yeah. as quickly as they can so uh, you check that out uh, you know catch up on all the action check me uh, out playing Super Mario Maker <laughs> uh, if you want to see what I look like there was a face cam so mm-hmm. uh, and also speaking of that we'll, we'll be sure to get some pictures here before we go yeah. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. of our makeshift recording studio and then uh, I think after this we're gonna head down to the hotel bar and have a celebratory beer for yeah. our, for our uh, um, for, for the reuniting of the Triforce, yes. reuniting of the Triforce. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, yeah, can you guys think of anything else that we need to say before we get yeah. out of here? I do like that we're kind of sitting in a Triforce. We are. Yeah, yeah we're we sitting are. here in a circle mm-hmm. at a circular table that I stole from downstairs, uh, and it, it's uh, we're just like sitting around just the, in the perfect Triforce. Yeah, so, it's, it's pretty nice. incredible. So, um, all right, well, we got to hit the road. We got to get that. We got to get that drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. uh, thank you all so much for listening. We look forward to coming to you again in two weeks. Remember, we're kind of switching around our schedule a little mm-hmm. bit. So uh, we will see you in two weeks, and unfortunately, we will all be back in our respective cities communicating via the internet again. Uh, Until then, again, thank you so much for listening, and let's go ahead and mirror out. Mm -hmm.